Hello and welcome to Jam Presents, a podcast series by me, Mike Groves, and a good mate of mine, Jason Cripps. In this third series of Jam Presents, we go back to 2013 and follow guests of the Rue Manor as they try to figure out who done it. In this seventh episode, we ask, could the killer really have trained a monkey? Who done it? Episode seven. We're really close to the end now, with just five guests left following the events of the last episode. We are reminded that 13 guests entered and that each week we have lost one or two people to the killer, who is one of the remaining guests. Cam, Ronnie, Lindsay, Chris or Melina, since Gino was killed last time under a chandelier. Gino was the killer's next target, largely because Ronnie had frozen him out last time and not given him enough information to figure out how Sasha and Dana had been killed. This episode once again starts as the last one left off. With the Hawaiian party underway, Gino proposes a toast and the lights go out. We hear screams from the group, Giles enters with a torch, and we see Gino has been crushed, or possibly crushed, by a chandelier. What was that? Giles! Oh, is everybody okay? Gino! Did you notice that the murder took place just on the strike of midnight? And I know we get the timer clue later on, but do you think that's because the killer said earlier on, I'm not killing any of you tonight? Technically, it wasn't that night. It was the morning again. Next morning. Yeah, very clever, yeah. (laughs) The killer has left a note. Dear mortals, there will be no investigation tonight. What? You are to adjourn to your rooms until morning. What? The crime you are about to solve or not solve will be the most difficult yet. That's obviously just so they can set the scene up probably for the next morning, isn't it? Oh, 100%, yeah. It made me wonder if Ronnie was going to be taken in the next few hours. Uh, Obviously, that can't be the case because we saw him in the last episode where it's like next time and it showed us clips of Ronnie talking to the group so we knew he wasn't going to die. But uh, that would have been amazing if it was a double murder overnight. The sun rises on Rue Manor and the guests get ready for the day. Ronnie realises that he could find it difficult today as he throws out Gino last time. I'm going to try and take Cam, Lindsay or Chris out so that I have half a chance in the next couple days. Cam says that he needs to find a new suspect as he thought Gino was the killer. He's convinced that it can't be someone on his team. Chris, Lindsay and myself can now monopolise at least one third of the locations for the investigation. That's incredible that he's still got his team together. Like what a roller coaster! I know I've said that many a time, but... It isn't. And regardless of what like you think of Cam, and, I, and I've voiced my opinion on Cam quite a few times, I don't actually like his personality. It's a game show. He's set out yeah. to win. And so far, from, from episode one, we saw this where he said, I'm creating this team. And in yeah. actual fact, if Gino would have stuck by him, he might have still been with us. Oh, no, definitely. And and there's a part later on that we'll get to that you definitely see his influence on the others in his team. So as per usual, there are three areas to investigate. The crime scene, where Gino was crushed or supposedly crushed by the chandelier. Cam ends up going here alone until the very last minute, Ronnie changes his mind. I chose to go with Lindsay to the last known whereabouts, but at the very last second, I decided to go with Cam to the crime scene because I don't want him at a scene by himself. Ronnie's actually right though, isn't he, by saying... Uh, do you know, I thought that because Melina isn't happy. No, no, she she's really unhappy. She thinks that she needs to follow, that they need to follow Lindsay. Melina's not happy because she believes that Ronnie should be following Lindsay because well, in the past, Lindsay has been very strong on just holding information that's true but i i I think no i think he was right it was better 
It's better to go with a stronger person, which is yeah. Cam. I have a better shot at getting some information from Lindsay than no information from Cam. At this point, mate, it's already gearing up to be one of the best episodes. Every episode so far in its own right is brilliant. One thing I noticed, though, is they all look like killers. Do you think they all look like killers now? I don't know if we've seen too much of them. And I know I still think it's Chris, but even looking at Melina, looking at Cam, Lindsay, looking at Lindsay, yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, every one of you could be a killer. Even even Ronnie, although we said last week, Ronnie, 99.9% .9 sure Ronnie can't be the killer. Yeah. Even there's looking at him, I'm just looking at him thinking, yeah, you, yeah. Could, you, could, you could be the there's killer There's something still. he says or does and it made me think, oh, but he still could be. Yeah, they all look like killers. The next location is the last known whereabouts, Gino's bedroom. Lindsay's going here alone. Lindsay ultimately has all the power, doesn't she? She can pick and choose what she wants to share and with who. And I think she mentions that later on as well. She could also lie about everything that she sees if she wants. Uh, and then finally, there's the morgue where Gino's body has been taken. Chris and Melina are told that they can go to the morgue themselves as Giles needs to go and look for his cellular telephone. He lost his phone. That's so funny. And you know, obviously, with him saying that, that that's going to come up. Yeah, but it's definitely. It's just yeah. brilliant how it all fits together. So first we go to the crime scene. We see the chandelier was lowered rather than cut down. Cam points out that the blood splatter isn't consistent with someone being hit by a chandelier. Was Gino therefore moved? We also see the green outline to a pattern, and Ronnie suggests it could be glow in the dark. Makes sense considering the murder took place when the lights went out. Both Cam and Ronnie have different approaches. Cam thinks there could be some sort of trigger to activate the chandelier dropping, and suggests Ronnie's wasting his time on the blood splatter. Whereas Ronnie thinks the opposite and that Cam's wasting his time and that Ronnie's getting more information from the actual crime scene itself. I just think it's brilliant that they both think each other are wrong. They, they didn't actually find the trigger, they did they? They didn't actually find... They didn't find the handle that pulled the down handle. the... No, they no. didn't. But fair play to Cam. He found, yeah, the, uh, he found the timer that short-circuited the electricity in the house and then made that temporary blackout. Yeah, with, with some of the worst visual effects that I've seen in terms of the... Uh, what, burn marks on the, the wall? burn marks, yeah. <laughs> you could have done that better, surely. Was that just like a bit of a pen? Looks like Ronnie's missed the clue that Cam finds. And Ronnie says, I don't think that Cam has anything that I didn't see. The one thing that I do know, and the one thing that I'm dying to talk to Melina about is, is that that chandelier did not kill Gino. Yeah, but Cam's still going to find that out. He's still going to work that out. You've not found the biggest clue there, Ronnie. No, Come on. No. no and, but the, Ronnie's so, he's so focused on where the body was. Yeah. Like he's he even look, quite he's narrow-minded, so, really, I think. Yeah, he was so blinkered by it, wasn't he? Considering how he was when uh, when Don died and he found everything in the kitchen. He was walking around looking at all of it. No, exactly. And when, and when you think about um, when Ulysses died and Cam was at the horse, he went walking off and found the, the, the cage of had the birds in and, and the tripwire trip wire and, and stuff, yeah. So he, he knows the look around the scene. It's not mm. just, you know, right in front of you. No, that's right. So next we're at the last known whereabouts. It's so weird just having one investigator there alone. Lindsay isn't the best for remembering key details. So I was really excited to see how she got on. She checks to see if there was any forced entry into the room, which later we actually find out the killer must have used a bobby pin or something like that. But it was mm. no forced entry as such. It was more that the, the lock was picked. Anyway, she doesn't notice that, but not a big thing anyway. When she enters the room, she finds a necklace, or I mean a lei. I always thought leis had flowers, but these have the uh, the nuts on. The, the, the lei has various shells and knots and key rings and stuff on, and apparently some green paint too. There's a notepad on the bed, but the note's been ripped off. And I was thinking, oh, go on, do the rubbing thing that we all learned. Well, as soon as she found that little, that tiny little pencil. Yeah. But I thought, even, even looking at it when she did it, I thought, she's... Far too heavy-handed. Yeah, that was really, really quite you strong. Really she was going yeah. into it. The note says, "Steal Giles' cell phone, and you will be spared." 
this is perfect because I have a way to decide who gets what information. I have a way to tell who's actually lying or telling the truth to me because someone has a note and someone has a cell phone and they don't know that I know they do because the note has been ripped off. If I didn't have power before, this is the perfect room for me to come to. Finally, we head to the morgue. Gino's neck looks like it's been gone up by the mountain lion. I know, yeah. But this is it. Why didn't he put that necklace on then? Is that just a, a complete... Just a story. Yep, yep. It's just a... Because if you got little... If, if they managed to get little bits, it could... Yeah, and, and also... Influence their story at the end. Yeah, to be honest, it was one of those that... If it was just a case of he got shot from across a dark room, it's not... No, nah, it's not interesting, yeah, I suppose, is it? I, I suppose, yeah, with the... When they had to state their case... Knowing that he was me, he was going to be strangled with the with the lay. The lay, the lay was always Plan A, and yeah, the gun and was Plan, plan B. B. Mm. Yeah, and by stating that, obviously, it's yeah, more of a story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they pull the sheet down Gino's body and see that his belly button looks like it's exploded. There's some alien shit right, right there. Their reaction is priceless. It's brilliant, isn't it? <gasps> what? Oh my god! What? Is that his belly button? Oh my god! Ew! That was not from the chandelier. There's no way. No, it's exploding out of his stomach like an alien. And I, 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 and I say this every week. How isn't he laughing? Because if I was under a sheet and two women pulled it back and they mentioned my belly button looked like an alien and exploded out of it, I'm <laughs> Why isn't it wiggling where he's laughing and it's going up and down? Yeah. <laughs> also, you'd yeah. be clinging onto the sheet. No, not too far. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Melina puts his, her hands all over him as well. She's having a right, taking advantage of his dead body. <laughs> yeah, they, they quickly clarify that there's no way that the chandelier could have done that damage. Melina is freaking out when they pull out what looks like a bullet out of Gino's belly button. Uh, and there was no gunshot heard, which comes into play later on. They roll him over and see parts of the chandelier in his back. Therefore, we definitely know the chandelier didn't kill him because it landed on top of his dead body. This undoes what Ronnie thinks he's withheld from Cam, because now Chris knows that the chandelier definitely didn't kill him. Chris can just tell Cam that. Ronnie doesn't really think that far ahead, does he? No. Chris tells Melina that she should freeze Ronnie out now. And you can tell Melina's definitely oh, considering it. She's definitely considering it. And the way Chris puts it across is, yeah, it's very... I would have gone. I would have too. He's very there persuasive. Are five, there are only five people left now. Yeah. Although you know that next week then you're the one frozen out. But as you get to the very end, it's going to work a bit differently, isn't it? Cause it's going to have to because Cam's yeah. going to have to backstab Lindsay and Chris at some point. Mm. One thing I did notice is, did you see the... The Twitter pop-ups. Do you know what? I didn't read them this week. See, so, so I'm not saying that I, meant, I, I notice them all the time. But once I do, it's always like saying, oh, what does the audience think? Yeah, who do you, you think know, I Cam, am and things like yeah, that? Yeah, Cam's been voted the most or Chris has been mm. voted the most. They actually get named in these Twitter pop-ups. So there's handles, like Twitter handles for Chris, for Melina. And I'm gagging, mate. I'm gagging. Oh, go on Twitter and I'm yes. Looking. One thing I did notice, though, Chris has got her, her Twitter handle is like Chris and her second name, I think. I, Murderer. Well, mate, saying this, Melina's is Melina TV. Now, is that made post who done it as a throwaway account? Or is she within the business? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, they couldn't because even but, if it was, imagine then going on to her account if you're watching this show live eight years ago. No, exactly. Yeah. And you're. You're then clicking it, and you find out that she's some yeah paid actress. So I, I I'm sure I think Chris's, I saw Melina's, and maybe maybe Cam's. I think I saw. So that's only in the last few episodes, then. Yeah. Because earlier in the series, it was just their Who do you names. You think I am? Yeah. But 
I mean, that's even more stuff to dig into now. Oh, I can't because wait. We we'll have to wait scroll to back. Bonus episode. We, we don't know if these Twitter accounts are they're up, like they're updated now or they were just for that period of time. They could have been burner accounts, couldn't they? Just no, exactly. For the show. Yeah. Just for mm. the show. Just to, just, and just for the post-show as well. Mm. As they look at the evidence bags, a phone begins to ring. Giles' phone, presumably. Melina shits herself and Chris drops the trousers that the phone is in. They decide to answer it. Giles is calling, asking why they have his phone. Chris replies, Chris's reply is fantastic. Why is your phone in Gino's dead pocket? Dead pocket. I love that. I love that. I, I wrote that down as well. Dead pocket. Gino's dead pocket. Why is your phone in Gino's dead pocket? Giles asked them to leave his phone down there. And now that it's time to regroup outside. Do you notice uh, Giles's phone background as well? Is it a picture of the manor? No. I didn't, it's, a, no. it's a Union Jack. Is it really? <laughs> fantastic oh, that's brilliant so they, they now all regroup outside and there's some lovely or some more lovely looking food s'mores this time which i've never had but i would love to try yeah but they, it's like they they knew they didn't eat much the day before so like we're not going to give them as much what we will give them we'll give them s'mores and large glasses of wine <laughs> i'd be happy with that i could have had that for two weeks whilst yeah, i was there to be honest that's true Melina says she's not got a voice while she's with Ronnie and is having second thoughts on what she should do. She's also not happy that Ronnie followed Cam and not Lindsay. Lindsay, Cam and Chris break off into their group and Lindsay isn't giving Cam and Chris the full story. Fair enough, at this point you've got to withhold some information. Melina says that Ronnie is like a pet snake, which the analogy is absolutely it's fantastic. It's perfect, yeah, yeah, spot on. You trust it because it's your pet, but at any minute, it could bite you. Chris tells her team everything she found in the morgue and says that she knows what it's like to shoot guns because her dad was a cop. Bullshit, and she's Chris. a killer. You know it because you were the one that pulled she the trigger. She did it 12 hours earlier. <laughs> we now get to the riddle part. This is always a real favourite of mine. When I want your opinion on something, though, first. Well, in a minute. Okay, so Giles is sunning himself in his uh, 1920s, 1920s baby yeah. yeah, It looks great. We were reminded of the electronic tag around his ankle. Yeah. He then reads them this week's riddle. Well, before he reads them this week's riddle, okay, he stands up. And they now, all go, whoa. Yeah. Now, is that because his penis is out? <laughs> I don't know if it's out. <laughs> or, or or very exposed, let's yeah, say. I thought it might have been that he was just wearing tight. tight yeah, clothes, or, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Or <laughs> is the sun reflecting off the, the, the panel and got. straight into yeah. their eyes? Yeah. But when you watch it, I don't think it is. But you, you, the the, bo- the guys t- are a bit more accepting to it, but the girls are a bit more like, whoa, whoa, whoa don't they? So bit much, Charles. Before I take a dip, the killer did instruct me to shine oh. a little light. Oh, really? And you never see him waist downwards. It's it's because he's. I think he's got he's, very very tight. Yeah, it's because their shorts but it's pulled him up, so they're like a oh, thong. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, he's got like a, a mankini or something on underneath. <laughs> I'm sure you don't see him waist down. No, you don't. You don't. But they they do react as. It's because he's got nothing on. <laughs> That's how we do it in England. It's just a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> so he reads them this week's riddle. I'm going to blind you so you cannot see walls with no sight, so you can be me. If you find them, you could see in the dark. Twist the knob to focus, then. You may embark. And I think I've got absolutely no idea. But in actual fact, there's not a lot here. I guess twist the knob to focus is the uh, 
the night vision goggles that they find when they're when they're in the next zone but they're each given a blindfold and are led back to the house and this is really cool because they end up in a pitch black room and need to root their way around it without knowing mm. their surroundings or anything like that ronnie is the first to find some night vision goggles so what i would say about this whole series is that ronnie is always quick to it first to find but last to solve he's always yeah. really hot on it and he's always all right yeah there was that time in the attic where he got there first but i think that's the only time every other time he's like right i've got this i found this and then everyone catches up with him every single time yeah. what i thought was weird about this room was the night vision goggles were all separately placed yeah where in all other tasks everything was right next to each other everything's all in the same place mm. so ronnie uses the night vision goggles he sees the messages around the room cam soon finds them too he drags we, Chris with him. Yes, yeah. And we, I think we, Lindsay maybe just follows. I think so. We see the writing on the wall, look for the light at the end of the tunnel. And Ronnie then heads down underneath the dresser where we see there's an X on the wall. He ends up in the ventilation shaft. Once through, he finds the next clue. It's a UV light with a message printed on it. Go around the house and find the lay. If you fail, you may die. Okay, look for a cold bed with no view. Decipher the words to find the clue. I didn't know initially where they say go around the house, whether or not they meant go around, physically go around the perimeter. Yeah, or, which obviously Cam Which is Chris, what Cam, Chris and Lindsay, Lindsay think immediately. But cold bed with no view is fairly obvious, isn't it? That that's that's a morgue even if he Even if he does misquote it in his interview, because he says it's a cold bed with no windows. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. yeah, I didn't pick that up. I'll, I'll cut it in. And you go to a cold bed in a room with no windows. So Ronnie flies down to the morgue and, as you say, Team Cam eventually follow behind but end up elsewhere looking around the building. Melina's just struggling to find her way around the room. Back with Ronnie in the morgue, he notices the bead necklaces on the wall. He reads the next clue attached to them. Break the string and arrange the letters. Use the light that's even better. Spell three words to hear the clue. Beware of monkey see, monkey do. So what did you think straight away, monkey see, monkey do? I thought that whatever the word spells is either what the killer did or what Ronnie then needs to do. Monkey oh. see, monkey do, as in whatever you see on the words, you go perform. What did you think? I thought the same as Cam. The hear no, yeah, evil, no evil, see no evil. Yeah. yeah. Didn't even think about that. Strange. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's a strange one. It doesn't help at this point that Ronnie hates word puzzles. Yeah. He, well, he admits he hates word puzzles. And the fact that he took so long on it because eventually even Melina catches up and we know she's so far behind. Yeah. And then even though Cam has done a full search of outside the building. He comes in. Comes in and Ronnie's still trying to solve his letters. Cam pretty much gets it straight away. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, well. Yeah, and he is looking over Melina's shoulder. And yeah, and and I I thought that was a bit cheeky. You gotta get your own. I don't think so. Cam's team initially can't see where where you find them. Cam notices that Melina's basically spelt here no evil, and when he puts his words together, figures out that it's to do with the monkey statues in the library. Heads upstairs to find the next clue. If I were Melina here, I would have just followed them. Yeah. Down it all and follow. Forget what what you have to do. Yeah. Anyway, under the monkey statue in the library is the next clue. Do you know Crash My Party? As you can see, I had to resort to my plan B. Go back to the great room, to the top drawer, see how I improvise life no more. And then it's obvious that you just go and look in the top drawer of the dresser, and that's exactly what Cam does to find the final clue. Inside, he finds the night vision goggles and a suppressed 9mm gun. Now, does he know the caliber because he's the killer, or is that just written on every gun? It'll just say 9mm. Or is he just... Knowledgeable about guns? Well, not even knowledgeable, just saying it is. You know, I mean, just assumes it is, you know. Ah, uh, perhaps. Yeah. you know, like a 50 cal gun, obviously, is 
much bigger. I think, you yeah, know I mean? you like, know the caliber, the bigger the number. But yeah. for me, it'd be like, oh, this this well, look, Super Soaker five thousand. Yeah, but then we're English. <laughs> knife, it's knife crime, not gun crime. That's true. I'll tell you all about um, machetes. Yeah. <laughs> Going back to, um, I'll skip ahead slightly. That's all right. A few things is uh, how Ronnie positions himself behind the morgue table so when he pops up like a meerkat to scare <laughs> Melina. <laughs> and Melina's always scared anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, we've seen her when, when, when Joel's comes when Joel's dancing. Up. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's all I've got, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, this is it. That's what I was going to say at the start. Is you say they go to the library to, to look at this monkey statues. Mm. Now, that could be in his head because they are looking at Giles and b- behind Giles is the monkey statues when he announces Gino's death. Oh. So they're all on the sofa yes. looking at Giles in front of the, the fireplace or something like that, isn't it? And the, the monkey statues are directly behind Giles. Where Giles is. So if you're just, so that could just, you know, just be in his head generally. Yeah. You're taking it all in, you're listening to Giles and your mind wanders and you think, oh, monkey statues, especially if they, I wonder if they've been there for the whole series, but even if they had, that is something that you would think would come into it. Cause why have free monkey head statues? That's no, and also, yeah. but if, if, you know, if Cam, you know, says, oh, you know, solves the riddle. If he hasn't seen those monkey statues, he hasn't a clue where to go. No, you could be looking all but around. He's the literally house, seen them that morning, yep. like two, three hours before. I guess they similar to the Iron Maiden. If a clue comes up saying something about a maiden, I'm sure it will. I'm sure know. that's got to come back into it. Sure, I hope it is. I hope it does. They now have their final chance to talk before they have to state their case. Giles is still enjoying his time in the sun. He says the killer's going to give them a hint. How exactly did Gino crash? my party work this answer into your case study your life depends on it that is, is not that a, a clue i didn't see that's a hint <laughs> no nor me <laughs> i even listened to it again thinking well, am i missing something how exactly did gino crash my party you think is it something to do with crash ah maybe gino crashed the party because they had to go to plan b and not no, okay that's yeah. what it is isn't it i think Although they'd already mentioned... It wasn't really a hint, though, was it? That was more of a... No. And even Cam sort of gets confused with that when he's telling Lindsay and Chris... Yeah. ...about what he found in the riddle and what what he thinks happened. Well, so, yeah, Cam tells Chris and Lindsay about the final clue. And fair play to him, although I don't like him all that much, at least he does look after his team with information. Unlike Ronnie, who throws Gino out. Not once we saw him withheld information. And we've seen Lindsay do it, we've seen Chris do it, we've seen everyone do it. We just haven't seen Cam do it. No. Absolutely. Cam suggests that the beaded necklace was left on the bed in Gino's room and could have been plan A, and because he didn't wear it, the killer had to come up with plan B. Melina mentions the clue being, hear no evil. Could a silencer therefore be used? Yeah, really good thinking, even though you don't know what the final clue is. She's done well to figure that out. She mentions that they don't know what's in the last known whereabouts, but Team Cam does. So Ronnie says, you've got to do what you've got to do, and fair play to him. Mm-hmm. And he basically gives. He he says that they're never going to give me the information, so why not try and save yourself? Yeah, yeah, mm. definitely. She goes to talk to them, and Cam says he's not willing to share any information. And to be honest, why would he? No, but it's also what I thought was weird here was it's it's Cam's information. Even what Lindsay found is Cam's information. Yeah, what Chris finds is Cam's. In- it's like he owns the team and mm. their knowledge. It's just strange, isn't it? You know what I mean? Mm. It's not up to because it feels like if Chris told M- Melina anything there. That Cam would then like cold shoulder Chris a bit. 
Well, yeah, I, I think they they've seen how successful Cam's been so far, so I think they're but all. They're, they're looking, to, but they're looking to Cam for all like approval. Yeah, to, they don't open their mouths unless Cam because it's Cam's information. I thought it was really weird mm, mm. that he controls the the spread of information, isn't it? He's an attorney, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, that or a killer, both. <laughs> Moonlighting. <laughs> Between them, Melina and Ronnie begin to piece together the little information that they do have and the scratch of information that Lindsay shared where she mentioned that everything that was found in the last known whereabouts was found elsewhere too. Presumably the lay and the phone, mm. since we've seen both of those elsewhere. Ronnie with the greatest thought process. The monkeys. Monkeys. Is it possible that he had a trained monkey? And I, I honestly thought it was just throwaway. I thought it was a bit of a laugh when he Because he, he says about the monkey statues, and he's like, oh, monkeys. Maybe you got mm. a trained monkey. There's nothing else to say there's a monkey involved at all. Ronnie, before he goes in, says that he thinks the final clue was a gun and a silencer, which is brilliant. Chris mentions that she's in a much better place. So regardless of how much she knows, she knows she's in a better place than Melina and, and Ronnie. We hear them state their case, nothing out of the ordinary initially, although I did forget that Team Cam had actual more information than Ronnie and Melina, even where Ronnie was. So they knew about the timer that was rigged to blow the electrics. Completely yeah. forgot about that. Team Cam also described Plan A, which Melina and Ronnie don't know about. Yeah, so they had loads of information more, didn't they, really? Like key loads. information. Yeah. yeah. And then the highlight of the entire series for me so far, Ronnie actually mentions... The monkey. I genuinely thought it was just a throwaway joke comment. Your monkey, who you had trained, you took your murder weapon and you handed it to your monkey and he climbed right back up that rope. But right before he went up to the roof, he pulled the pin to the chandelier. Without a doubt now, he's a goner. And it, well, I think it's brilliant because it follows maybe Chris saying pretty much what happened, saying about a silencer and a gun. Yeah. And then it fades into Ronnie saying, and a trained monkey. It's <laughs> like, so that did not happen. <laughs> so damn good. Lindsay thinks it's Chris. Chris thinks it's Lindsay. Ronnie thinks it's Cam. Cam thinks it's Melina. And Melina thinks it's Cam. Interestingly, no one thinks the killer is Ronnie. And to be fair, we've not thought that at all, really, have we? No. We now follow them to dinner where they can discuss what went down. It's not a formal sit-down dinner, but think mini, but, but mini burgers? Yeah. No cold cuts in sight, though. No. Ronnie says they don't want to hear his theory, and they're all like, yeah, we do, we do. I think, is like, it one of these things where, again, when you've, you've come out of an exam, and then you don't <laughs> yeah, really yeah. want to discuss what you've put because yeah. you know you've just made it up? Absolutely. And he said, after the mountain lion incident, could a monkey have been trained to drop the chandelier? They don't believe him. They think he's... No, this is the best bit. Cam, Cam doesn't believe him. He thinks he's just trolling. <laughs> It is so good. Uh, and then eventually Ronnie says, well, I've not all been all that truthful. I've been lying for weeks. I've been lying for a long time. Every day? Yeah. What are you talking about? I'm, I'm not what you guys think I am. <laughs> okay. What? You kind of look like you could work as an investigator. I sell frozen food. I am a detective. I've been for 17 years. Seriously? What? Yeah. I'm a bounty hunter. It's what my specialty is. What? This episode and has the, everything. And how many times has he seen a monkey commit a murder? <laughs> it's so good. In walks Giles with the letters. Now, at this point, I've written, if Ronnie gets commended, I'm going to fall off my chair. Oh, if, brilliant. If Giles turned around and said, a trained monkey. If, if, there, if there's like monkey shit they didn't pick up on. <laughs> A little like, what's those little symbols that monkeys have? You miss the little miniature symbols. <laughs> <laughs> the little clapping symbols. 
Oh, dear me. Giles walks in and tells the group that Lindsay made the VIP list. It seems that one guest made the VIP list. Lindsay, congratulations. It means Ronnie's definitely a dead man walking. Chris calls out Lindsay being, for being the most correct. It's because you're the killer, Chris. That's why. You can't fool us. Well, Lin yeah, but Lindsay, yeah, Lindsay got it though, didn't she? Yeah, yeah she, she put it down to her not sharing the note that she found in the last known whereabouts. She only told them a few words off it. Giles tells them that the killer might want to commit another double murder. And I wish this was the case because that would have meant that you've got Melina and Ronnie, but also one other person in that group. It would have revealed who was the weakest in the other group. Although it wouldn't have been fair for next week's episode, would it? When they hear... Uh, that it might be a double murder. Melina's probably now gutted because she's assuming that... Yeah, she's physically shaken, opening yeah, an envelope. Yeah. She well, I think she's banking on the fact that she's done better than Ronnie. Yeah. And as soon as Giles mentions that it could be a double murder, she's thinking, well, that's it. I'm in the bottom too. So if it is a double murder, I'm definitely dead. Melina, though, must have thought her luck was in when Ronnie mentioned the monkey. She must have been thinking, hang on a minute. Um, I'm not going here. I didn't. I did mention the monkey, so I must be safe. <laughs> <laughs> but quick one then. Why? Why did the killer want Gino to steal Giles's phone? I wish there was like more. Yeah, because we more... find out. We find out that by doing so, he proved that he was not worthy, or that he was. Yeah, but I wish there was something. I'm trying to think on the fly about something, but like, yeah, there was something more sinister there. Unless it comes back later on, and that the killer needed it to do something. Yeah. I don't anyway, know. Yeah. Charles explains what went down. I used a bobby pin to break into Gino's bedroom. Once inside, I wrote him a little note. Steal Giles's cell phone and you will be spared. He fell for it, of course. Gino stole Giles's cell phone. Not only did he have to die because he had the worst statement of the case for Dana and Sasha's murders, but Gino proved to be dishonest, an unworthy adversary. Earlier, I had crept down to the great room and plugged in my dual-pronged blackout timer setting it to go off shortly after the party started. Earlier, I had also left Gino a special lay, one made of kukui nuts and decorated with ultraviolet paint. I had also painted the dance floor crest, making it easier to know where to drag Gino when the power went out. My plan A was to see him in the dark and strangle him with his own lay, my homemade choking device. That didn't happen, because Gino never wore it to the luau. So, I had to improvise and put into action plan B. Wearing night vision goggles, I grabbed the gun that I had stashed in a drawer and shot Gino in the stomach at point-blank range. Of course, none of you heard the gunshot because of the silence. 
Lastly, I dragged his dead body to the glow-in-the-dark crest, where I released the chandelier with a simple pull of the lever. Making it look like that was the true cause of death. Too bad Gino had to leave the party with a splitting headache. Uh, Come on, that's not funny. What a party, Pooper. Aloha, your killer. Ronnie mentions that despite the other group having more information, they still look concerned, as Giles describes what went down. None of them mentioned a monkey, though, mate. No, did you see Gino's dancing in the reconstruction? Fantastic. Absolutely <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Yeah, but with I'm, the, um, with the, I suppose it'd be Chris and... Chris and Melina, like stunt double back of their heads. Yes. Yeah. And then and, Gino's proper buttons and moves. It's, oh, it's amazing. And they've also got the reconstruction of what would have happened if he was wearing the necklace. Yeah. So how do they get that? Ooh. That's <laughs> good. It's really good. Giles now hands out their spared or scared cards and we find out who is going to be up for elimination tonight. Lindsay doesn't get one as she's already been commended. So she's spared. Cam is spared. And putting Chris last was really good because I was thinking, hold on, Ronnie's got a scared card, Melina's got a scared card, and last to open is Chris. And I was convinced that she was also going to get a scared card, but not the case, she is also spared. Giles then says, and then there were four. We therefore know it's not going to be a, deli- <laughs> a double elimination yeah, tonight then. And yeah. plus there are two episodes left anyway, so you always expect three in the final, so there can't only be three in the penultimate episode. So we assume only one was going to die. Giles leaves. Melina is devastated, but surely isn't going to lose to Ronnie, who thought a trained monkey was I sure can't go for it. I know we've mentioned it many a time now. <laughs> a fucking monkey. <laughs> we had a bear in the last episode, didn't we? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh, I'd, I'd laugh if next week's it is a monkey. <laughs> and Ronnie's just like seen some production stuff behind the scenes and was like, Oh yeah, there's some fucking monkey cages there. There must be a monkey. It must be a monkey. <laughs> the final episode. They head to bed and the next morning, the team of three enter the breakfast room. No sign yet of Ronnie or Melina. In walks Ronnie and so does Melina. And this has echoes of Don and Dana before they get their uncooked steaks. And I think even Melina mentions that. Yeah, and I knew Ronnie was going straight away. Yeah? Because... Well, because he mentioned a monkey for a fucking start. <laughs> Because he walks in going, oh, oh, oh. No, No, because if you look at him, he's very well groomed. He always is anyway. Just, you know, he's particularly well groomed. Mm. Um, But the relief on his face, he looks very happy. Like Uh, beyond I'm alive happy, like Melina is. Yeah, more. more, It's it's to an end now. Like he's been told it's happening. Yeah. Like this is it. He's at peace. He's he's already filmed his... uh, High-budget death scene. Oh, incredible. So we'll get to that in a second. It is so good. So Giles enters and says that he's pleased that they all survived the night. The killer wants to show their appreciation by hosting a spa day. Um, I'm not being it's funny. It's not really a spa, this is it? This isn't a spa day. Do you honestly <laughs> thought some sort of company was going to come in? And, and me, absolutely. Like, because <laughs> Melina gets a facial. Yeah, not made of acid, thankfully. As she, as she, as no, but when Ronnie suggests it, or like some sort of quick-setting cement oh, mud su- suffocate or something like that that would have been so brilliant good. fantastic that's yeah. for season two cam does the best out of this doesn't he he's getting a massage he's, yeah i thought that yeah but then what does Lindsay get a mani pedi yeah from the mutant maid yeah 
who's and, quite scary and, and intimidating. And Chris is doing yoga. In a room on her own. In her own room. Nah, get, just get in bed and get, no. get a TV Chris, on. If you think about it, though, so, well, Ronnie Chris also... Set, Chris is setting up the death yeah, trap. So, Ronnie, Ronnie's going to the hot tub. So, Melina having a facial. She's got cucumbers around her eyes, can't see. Yeah. Sam's got his head down, looking down into a hole in the floor, so... <laughs> well, he's not mining. <laughs> <laughs> he's looking through that little toilet seat, you know, at the top of a massage table. Yeah. Uh, newsflash, that's not a toilet seat, Mike. Is that why you're banned from uh, all, all, all spas? <laughs> You're not meant to shit through that hole. <laughs> no. <laughs> but why, when I look down the hole, then in my massage table, there's a, someone's curled one out. Because <laughs> the person before you didn't know either. <laughs> Obviously, Lindsay's also getting manicure, pedicure. So she's she not, can't walk she's anywhere. She's not going anywhere. Yeah. Chris doing yoga in her room. Oh, I'm at sus. Anyway, just as they are all relaxing, we see Ronnie's journey come to an end. As the hot tub explodes. Oh, you can tell straight away, though, can you? The way it's filmed. Why have they filmed it differently? I don't get why they filmed it the differently. The cinematic bars and yeah, the slow motion. It? it goes all Scorsese like all yeah. of a sudden. <laughs> so, yeah, um, his hot tub explodes, flings him across the garden, and the four remaining guests head outside to see the mist on the pool begin to clear with Ronnie floating on the surface. Ronnie. He does a great backflip, though, from the hot tub. <laughs> I, as soon as he's in the hot tub, I thought it'd be a, like, a suspicious toaster will fall into it, you know? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was going to be the dial, you know, where you, you press the... You're going to electrocute yourself, where you press the buttons for it to do the yeah, bubbles. Yeah, or, or it boils up and he gets boiled yeah, oh, in there. Can you imagine He gets that? trapped in there and gets boiled. So next time, or we get a glimpse of next time, it's now Melina against Team Cam as Giles performs science experiments. Chris gets angry at Melina and we see a note from Ronnie to Giles that Lindsay finds, presumably at the last known whereabouts. I honestly cannot, cannot wait. No, because Melina turns into a badass boss. It oh, seems. she really does. It really, really looks good. At the very, very end, we finally see Gino saying, I'm not really dead, mom. It's all just makeup. It all comes up. Brilliant. So who's going next week? It's going to be really hard for Melina, but I honestly think it could be anyone. Absolutely anyone. I would like to see Cam in the bottom two, but I think it's probably... I mean, it's all pointing at the moment towards the bottom two being Lindsay and Melina, just because we think Chris is the killer and Cam's been the strongest so far. So let's say, who do you want to see in the top three final? I would love to see the three women as the final three. Definitely. See, I would, I would want to see... Chris, Cam, and Melina. I think. I'd, I think what I want. If Lindsay's not the killer, I want her to go this next one. Mm, fair enough. What else? That's it. Literally, we've got two episodes left. Well, there's two episodes left. Plus, there's a reunion episode. Yes, there is. I keep on seeing YouTube. it, and they keep like having a. I don't even want to look at the no. the, uh, the thumbnail. No, it's so hard. Just in case you've got Chris there with like a knife in her hand and yeah, Melina with a massive check, like for fuck's sake. <laughs> if you're still with us, thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the penultimate episode to see how Melina gets on against Team Cam. <laughs>